Welcome back, Couch Critics. It's the A-League off-season, but there's still plenty of happening with the World Cup coming up. But we're still going to talk about the A-League for now. We're actually going to be talking about the really red-hot off-season um, that we've been enjoying. There's been a lot of actually, I think, pretty decent transfer between the clubs and players coming over to the A-League. But what we want to talk about today is really some of the players that are leaving the A-League to go overseas, and they're being actually purchased for really good prices, even some record transfer fees. I think it was broken twice uh, in this uh, off-season. So, yeah, I'm Brad. I'm joined by Samuel. Uh, welcome to the Couch Critics. If you haven't subscribed already, when we're filming this video, we're on 699. So by the time this comes out, we might have hit the big 700. But if you can help us get to 700 and beyond, that'd be fantastic. And drop us a like on this video. But uh, Samuel, how are we doing in this uh, off-season, which seems like it's going on forever? It's, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to the FFA, uh, the Australia Cup. Australia yeah. Cup, that's what it's called now. Australia Cup games, um, because football will be back. That'll be great. Um, look, uh, I don't watch a whole heap of MPL. So really I'm just I'm just hanging out for A League season. Gonna gonna renew the membership. That's where I'm at. How yeah. are you going, Bradley? Uh, I see you're in another new place. Is that um more houses than haircuts this year? Yep, yep. You made the joke about an hour ago on the off off screen, but yes, it's uh no, actually it's three three goals to the haircut, I think, this year and two to the to the houses. So uh, by the end of the year it might be three all, who knows? Um okay. But yes, uh, in a new little setup temporarily. I've only just moved the other day, so hopefully I have a bit of a, a better background. Probably won't, uh, to be honest. But that's okay. I'm just get the cats in the background. Yeah, they're not here at the moment. Oh no, they are on the top of the tower. She's a, she's asleep. Um, but I'm just hanging out for the World Cup, man. We're hanging out for yeah. that Australia Island uh, opening match. I'll be going to um, nine games. I'm going up, going to all up across the entire tournament. Sam, you're only getting to one by the sounds of it. At the, moment, At the moment, I only got tickets for one. Um, I'm planning to go along to one of the live sites for Australia Island, probably thinking the, the fan zone at Tumblum Park looks like it could actually be pretty cool. So yeah. pretty keen for that and um, might do that for the other Tillys games as well. And mm. who knows, I might pick up some tickets uh, at the SFS or, or somewhere for 20 bucks. It's a pretty good deal. Why not? Yeah, 20 bucks and in a, in a stadium where most seats are pretty good, unlike the Olympic yeah. Stadium, so get around it. Um, but yeah, let, let's just talk about some of the great signings we've seen in the in the off season so far. And I guess we want to talk about first off, Marco Tilio. He's gone for the Barreca or transfer fee. It hasn't come out yet; it's undisclosed, but it's likely to be over two million dollars, um, yeah. which breaks the record that Jordan uh, Jordan Boss had uh, only a couple of weeks uh, beforehand for going to Westerlo, Westerlo, uh, Westerlo in yeah. Belgium uh, for about two million as well. Uh, th- these are great players that we've been seeing lighting up the A-League uh, in the past couple of years. And, you know, I think it's a fantastic reward for them to get good moves. But I think it's also a great reward for Melbourne City who saw something in these players. You know, um, Tilia was picked up from Sydney FC. I think Jordan Boss was someone they brought through their own academy, I think. Mm. Don't quote me on it. But, uh, you know, great reward for City. Um, obviously, you know, they have their own critics of their owners, and I think that's fair. But, you know, They've really invested into local juniors and they're getting rewarded for that. But they're not the only club and we'll get into the other clubs. Yeah, yeah. So I think obviously City getting the big money reward and maybe that's part of uh, just being part of the City group and and having that kind of name. But, you know, Premiers again uh, this season and playing some really fantastic football, both Marco Tilio and Jordan Boss making it into um, Socceroos games and and doing well when they've hmm. um, kind of 
been on that stage as well. So yeah, really exciting to see that rewarded. And, and I guess that's what we're going to talk about as we talk about some of these other players who've made these moves. Mm. This, um, yeah, team's been rewarded for putting faith in their youngsters. And, you know, you look at City, we're going to talk about uh, Central Coast Mariners as well. Two teams in the grand final, uh, two of the best at uh, doing this in the last couple of seasons. So, yeah. Yep. And also Tom Glover and Aidan O'Neill, they've gone for freeze, but Tom Glover is going to a Middlesbrough team who at least I think they'd be hoping to be pushing for a spot in the, the promotion uh, into the Premier League. And Aidan O'Neill to standard uh, Liège, one of the better teams in Belgium. So there's some mm. really good uh, moves for them. Unfortunately, they went on freeze, but uh, I think hopefully a lot of other clubs will be locking up their really talented juniors for um, a long time in order to get a, a good transfer fee when um, teams overseas start knocking. Um, Central Coast Mariners, yeah, you briefly mentioned, uh, the grand final winners. Sammy Silvera, I think the, the word is it's close to a million. Um, he's going to Middlesbrough. Yeah. He's already gone to Middlesbrough. We haven't got the exact figure. It could be close to or over a million, which I think is, I mean, if you said Samuel Silvera about a year ago, maybe two years ago, was going to be signed by Middlesbrough close to a million. Yeah. We'd be having a good laugh about it, but you know he's turned his career right around. He's had a fantastic season, and it's definitely uh, definitely earned. Um, yeah, look, he completely transformed at Central Coast Mariners. He's sitting on the bench most of the season for Jets. Mm. Goes to the Mariners and and has really lit up the league. And you know that grand final performance really capped it off. And, mm. and I'm sure that really attracted a lot of um, clubs. And, and they were there were rumours that there was you know quite a few championship clubs in for him. And mm. the rumor is that, yeah, it's broken the Mariners record transfer fee, um, which was Roston Griffiths, I think. Um, that would have been a long time ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty huge for them um, mm. to, to get a good financial reward for losing mm. a player who was a big part of their season. Yeah, and another big player of their season, Jason Cummings, has also signed for... Uh, an Indian team, Mohan Bagan. I'm sorry if I can't pronounce it, um, but I, 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 we, we still don't know. This is another undisclosed fee, but um, I'm sure they would have paid. I'd like to think they paid a good amount. I don't know if they cracked the million, but uh, you know, it's a shame he's going to India because I do think it is a lesser quality league um, to yeah. to Australia. It's a, it's a developing one. It's good to see Indian football slowly getting better. Um, but from what I'm hearing, the money, like you just can't say no to that kind of money. And he, I think he's peaked as a player. He's won the championship here in the A-League. He's played for the Socceroos. He's been to a World Cup. He's played at a World Cup. It ain't going to get any better for Jason Cummings. And hopefully at the end of his stint in India, we get to see him here again uh, in Australia. Yeah. Now there's been a couple of other young players get some decent moves as well. So uh, one of the kind of standout ones is Keegan Jelicic, who... Mm was pretty good for Perth Gloria and really made an impact in a season mm. where they, they almost made it into the top six, but he's also gone to Belgium with Ghent. Um, mm. And I, I don't know what the uh, fee on that one was, but. Yeah. And I'm you've sure. also got Garen Quoll from, um, I know it's a bit of a while ago now, but it's definitely someone we can talk about who mid season went, you know, to Newcastle, loaned him straight out to Hardeman Lothian. Didn't have a great time there, but he still played a handful of games and even scored a goal. So, um, even though he wasn't really deployed in that winger position, I, yeah. I think you know that's valuable minutes uh, in one of you know probably one of the better teams outside the top two in Scotland. So um, it's good to yeah. see him 
he, like only at 18, um, he's got some real talent there. Yeah, and we can talk about some of those other players who went over to Scotland uh, in the last season, you know, Cammy Devlin. Mm. Um, we can talk about Kieran Backus or Keanu Backus, sorry. Um, even uh, last season, we saw Paddy Yezbeck kind of halfway through the season. Move yeah, from about Sydney the start S- of this year, yeah. And um, also uh, Nick Diagostino yep. go from victory to the same team as Yazbek. Um, so their signings in the in the last kind of twelve months as well, young players who have been playing lots for their clubs and really broken through, and uh, those fees probably weren't as big as some of the fees we've seen. No. Well, Dagostino, I think, went for eight hundred thousand. I think I was reading on the website. Maybe it was euros, which that's incredible for, for yeah, a team in Nor- like Norway's not a bad league, but I'd like to think the Australian league is on par or potentially. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit optimistic. I think it's probably a better league than Australia, but still to have that kind of money um, invested from Norway for D'Agostino, I think is really great uh, yeah. for the league. And even um, Kasuni Yengi from the Wanderers, I don't know about a fee, but he's gone to Portsmouth as well. A player that I thought shined in brief periods, but probably wasn't, well, he wasn't really getting a permanent look in. Like he, he had those memorable moments in the derby, but like, you know, to be picked up by League One, a, uh, a well-known yeah. English team. I know it's a bit further down the um, the ladder than the likes of Tom Glover, Tom Glover and Samuel Silvera's clubs, but for even him to get picked it to get looked up, a uh, look uh, look in from Portsmouth. I mean, he's a big physical guy. I think England will suit him quite well, especially in the colder months instead of running around in the summer months over here. So, yeah, it's yeah, really happening it. in Australia. And I think we said about it off. We said about it off air that um, it probably comes down to our performance at the World Cup. And probably our clubs playing a bit more hardball, saying, you know, our players are pretty good. It's time you started paying up for them instead of getting them on freeze or getting them on peanuts. Um, yeah. And it's really good to see the fruits of um, the World Cup starting to bear uh, for these clubs. Yeah. Another player we missed is Nectar Triantis, who's gone mm. from Central Coast Mariners to Sunderland, which, again, yeah. that's, a, that's a really good move to a championship club. Yeah. And um, I, I can't remember if that was a fee or end of contract. Yeah, I, I think can't it was off a... the top of my head. We're, we're looking so, up as we speak. Yeah, they're still they're incredible moves for um yeah about three hundred thousand uh, euro or pound. Yeah. So they reckon. Like, so I'm this... just looking at the BBC. They reckon they paid three hundred thousand pounds for him. So it's probably almost half a mil. Yeah, like these are really good moves for um, mm. Australian players to get into some really good competitions. Good teams, and, and we really do hope that um, they're the right move. So, mm. I think what's been exciting about, you know, again they were they were halfway through last season, but Yazbek, Stensness, and Diagostino in Norway, they're playing quite regularly, and it looks like they're actually improving. They're playing good football. Mm. You know, for John Boss going to Westerlo, it looks like a club where he really can actually break in. Um, same with Marco Tilio in this Celtic squad. Maybe it'll be a bit more of a rotation, but he'll definitely get opportunities, which is exciting. Mm. Um, I'd love to see Sammy Silvera and um, Tom Glover actually get game time in the championship as well, because we have seen, it's not like Australian players, have, young players have never gone overseas, but it's often been at the end of contracts, uh, picked up on freeze. Mm. And we've seen them go over and, you know, not be as successful. I think one of the most recent uh Examples of that is Joel King. Um, he mm. went over. He, there was a bit of he got a bit of game time, then all of a sudden became out of favour. 
mm. and then he'd come back and and didn't quite work out for him. We've seen it in the past with other players as well. Um, even you know Alu Quoll is, you know, he went over to Stuttgart. Looked like he was starting to get somewhere, but mm. maybe the club said, actually, no, there's no place for you here. And so he's come back to the Mariners. Uh, it would be great to see this bunch of players, particularly if clubs have paid money for them. Um, mm. That's a good sign that they're actually going to invest yeah. in them. They've got a plan for them. They want to see them part of the, the squad. And, and so that's really exciting. And yeah, like I said, off the back of Australia's World Cup performance where people didn't rate us going in, mm. Um you know, we we probably did. We we probably didn't rate them too highly. Let's be honest. If you look on paper, we were probably one of the bottom four teams going into that World mm. Cup. And to do what we did, I think it made a lot of people sit up and and take notice. And and then mm. they look at the quality of these players and see actually some of these guys are playing in the A League. You know, two of our goal scorers, Craig Goodwin yep. and Matt Leckie, playing currently in the A League. And so I think that helped people look at the league and then I've got to say like the quality of football in the last season in the A-League is fantastic. Like the league has been going better and better. The strength has been getting yeah. bigger and bigger. But yeah. I think I guess the the topic of this video is seeing that these clubs who have put an emphasis on young players are really the ones who are reaping results. So Mariners, City, top two teams in the in the A-League, yeah. uh, really good. But even you look at that Wanderers squad from last season and there was an effort to to play some of these younger players, um, you know, Simmons at right back, um, getting consistent game time. And Neuenhoff you know, as well. Yeah, Neuenhoff. And surprisingly, he's, he's not yet um, been picked up overseas, has he? No, he hasn't. I hope we sign him on a main... He's only on a scholarship contract and so... I don't even know if he'll get a transfer fee. So I hope we sign him pretty soon to a, a two-year deal or something and so we can we can actually yeah. get a fee for him because I think, you know, he'll be the next big one probably leaving Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Sydney FC, although not the best at playing young players, mm. the ones they have played have actually kind of secured moves. And so, you know, for um, Yazbek, he was a player mm. coming through and got his opportunity. Um, I think... All of this has shown that for these A-League clubs, yes, you could sign a 35-year-old from Europe mm. um, or even a 35-year-old who's played for six different A-League clubs already, or you can invest in your youth and really lock them down on, on long contracts. And and now seeing the financial rewards that clubs have gotten, mm. we've seen some of those moves. So, uh, you know, I'm just um, looking at some tweets that have come through recently. Wellington Phoenix have handed a four-year contract to an 18-year-old who's come up through their academy. Uh, yep. It's the longest contract in the club's history. Like, you know, that's a that's a move that says, ah, oh, locking our young, good prospects down on good contracts mm. might mean we actually get something for them. Sydney FC in this preseason have signed uh, one, two, three, four players um, to actual first-team contracts. Um, including some that they signed last year. Like we're seeing a bit of a trend in this uh, moving towards actually mm. putting trust in in young players, and and actually that has to be backed by them playing them and giving them opportunities to develop, to develop, which we know is difficult in the A League. You know, 
And yeah. Graham Arnold said it a couple of years ago, you know, this isn't a development league. Like, you know, this means a lot. Winning the A-League is is actually worth it. Mm. But I think Mariners, uh, Melbourne City, they've shown you don't have to sacrifice playing young players to play good football and, and win the league. And um, yeah. that that's yeah. good to see. Yeah. And um, another young player we are talking about, I, I mentioned Nguyen uh, Hoff before, Irakunda as well. Like, yeah. look what Adelaide's doing. They brought through a lot of the Al-Hassan Torre. The Torre brothers also came through Adelaide and they've gone yeah. over to France. So they've blooded youngsters uh, in the past. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think the reward's there now. I, I don't think A-League clubs until recently probably thought we could actually get some money for our players. And I think now that they're realising if we, like the talent's there and if we lock them down, they play well, Clubs will pay for them. They've realised that now that there's quality here and they're going to actually have to sign and put some money in. And so that's probably why the Wellington has put a four-year contract to that kid. It's probably why Sydney FC are starting to tie down their players. It's like, well, we can actually get money yeah. uh, for these players. And Neuenhoff, like, I'd like to I'd like to think, you know, he's got world's potential. I'd like to think he could be pushing a million if they sign him down to a proper contract next season. Um, Irakunda, yeah. oh. You know, wonder how much he he could go. Like he's a young kid. You know, he signed him down for a four year contract. Big clubs will come. You know, there was rumors about Bayern Munich. Yeah. They have the money. They can pay some good money for him. And I think what's exciting about this is, you know, it injects money into A League clubs, which you know the smart clubs will then use that and sure, maybe use it to sign an overseas mm. player, but actually put most of it into developing their MPL teams. It, developing their young players, their mm. academies. And um, we've seen a lot more clubs build homes, like the Wanderers have their football home. Sydney FC have just completed their kind of revamp of their yep. training facility. Uh, Western United are building theirs and will play out of it next season. You know, that's exciting to see. Melbourne City are putting all their money into their new football facility. So, mm. so things are happening with these clubs and we want to see that money go in. But I think the... The other potential is that if money comes in like this, uh, creates a bit of a, bit of a football economy, mm. I really think the next step is for the FA to put a transfer system in, to, to enforce a, a transfer system in the A-League so that A-League clubs can mm. start purchasing players. Now, it needs an injection of cash so that you've actually got money to pay for you know, mm. taking someone from Brisbane Roar or taking someone from Perth. But I think that will then also help generate more of this economy. It'll mean that, yep. you know, you're not signing players on free contracts and and not playing them and letting youth players go for freeze. You actually hold on to them because you know you can get something for them. Yep. And then when the overseas money does come in, because you've played them, you've invested in them, it gives you more money to do that with. So mm. I, I think that's, that's where this needs to head. And I think maybe this will give FA, but also the A-League clubs and, and their owners, the confidence that a transfer system will work in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's exciting times. Um, and with two new A-League, uh, A-League clubs coming in, hopefully for the 24-25 season, that's two new rosters uh, for, yeah. for clubs. That's more opportunities for youngsters, not just in Canberra and Auckland, but right across the country to get contracts had to potentially make moves overseas. I think there's quite a lot of players that are very comfortable just staying in the A-League, moving from club to club. But 
it'd be really great to see a new generation of players that aspire to you know win the A League and then move on to bigger things and try and become the best players they can. Because I think probably in Australia, too many probably think, you know, I'm just happy playing in the A League. You know, I can be a professional here in Australia, unlike the NSL days. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good to see the ambition of some of these players coming through the A League. So. Exciting times, yeah. exciting times. Um, I think we might leave it there. I think it's been a, a pretty um, good chat, um, a pretty um, progressive chat there from us. I think we we didn't go off go off stray too much. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, maybe let us know in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think or who you think might be the next big player um, to go overseas. Uh, will it be someone like Irukunda? Will it be someone like Nguyenhoff? Um, is there another player left field that you've been watching coming through the ranks of your club that you think, yeah, this guy's going to be the next uh, Socceroos captain? So, yeah, yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us, and um, we'll probably see you in the next video. Yeah, at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. If you see him at the World Cup, some come say hello. I'll be at heaps of games. Maybe I'll see you at the yeah. Island game. Probably won't. There's going to be like eighty thousand people there. Yeah. All right. See you, babe. Farewell.